your girl Tanya and Damar and we are the Zenials. Hello everyone, welcome back. <laughs> welcome. I hope you guys are doing well, all good, health is good, you're feeling good, mm-hmm. all that good jazz stuff. Um, Yeah, how are you today Damar? Girl, I'm taking day by day. <laughs> It looks so funny. Honestly. Literally, we both got into the car and they was like, uh, how are you? And I'm like, now it's like, how are you? She's she's like, yeah, you know, best as I can be. And then she's like, Tanya, but how are you? And I'm like, I'm motherfucking fuming. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> You're a contact situation. Contact oh lenses God. situation. I Oh, guys. It's, you know what the worst thing is? It's such a first world problem. I know, but it's, it's a bit a of very, an inconvenience for you. It's such a first world problem. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. But, oh my God, like, when the switch was on the phone to me, I swear, like, I was like, oh my God, is it the sunlight in my eyes? Am I just seeing red? Or, like, what is going on? I was mad. I was so mad. Um, I, I know I've got a short temper, but I don't hold on to it. I, like, get it out and then, like, move on. But this one's really irked. Like, it's just really got into my got skin. To your soul. <laughs> yeah, it's really oh, You are a fire sign, so. Yeah, I'm a Leo, guys. She Reference. is a Leo. A Leo. Um but I'm not a leader type of person at all. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't like leading. Um but yeah, I mean <laughs> any uncle oh, sorry anyways, guys. I'm trying to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm in like such an amazing mood." <laughs> But I'm not. <laughs> Do you know what though? I feel like that is reality though. Yeah. Like you'd be lying if you said that every single day you wake up with like beaming and joy. If you do, well, keep it to yourself because <laughs> some of us here are struggling. Honestly. Um. I feel. Like, I feel like I'm in like um. Like I'm in reality, but sometimes I feel like I'm not in reality. Like <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna wake up one day and this is all like a sick joke. <laughs> This is a dream. Do you, do you, this is real. Do you sometimes feel like I'm sitting there like, or lying, like, like lying in bed just for sleep and I'm like, oh my God, today could have been a really good like sitcom episode. Yeah. Sometimes I sit there and I'd be like, this is actually my life. Like, what is going on? Mm. And I just sometimes I'm like, this is not real. This c- this cannot be, re- this is really happening, right? Like I sit there and be like, this is, is this really happening? It is happening. And like, it's one of those things where you either laugh or you cry. <laughs> Them ones, oh I actually cry. cri- I cried about my contact lens situation. Yeah, because it's sad. No, I cried. It's not a laughable one, to be fair. It's your eyes. Your eyes are very important. The thing is, I could wear glasses, but I don't want to wear glasses. It's true. And like for me, like guys, I'm a gym girl. Like I have to go in the morning. It starts off my day right. And you want me to be sprinting on the treadmill with my glasses? I'm gonna, they're gonna fall off and I'm gonna step and break them. And then what do I do? To be fair, I go on a treadmill with my glasses and I'm okay. But I'm going like speed 15. So they should stay on. Mm-mm. Well, maybe they need to get readjusted to your face. Maybe. If you don't use them often enough, maybe that's it. I don't know. Yeah, I just prefer, I prefer wearing contacts when I'm at the gym. It just, I just feel like it's more of a convenience for me. Can't lie. That's true. But yeah. yeah, anyways, enough of my like <laughs> raging first world problem. Um, but yeah. We are we're discussing um communication. Woo! Love languages. 
I love talking about love languages, <laughs> but I feel like that's because I'm a really soppy person, and I'm so soppy when it comes to romance. Yeah, you are. I really um, am. Um. So if you guys are not aware, there are five love languages. Oh my god! Should we guess each other's? Okay, go on. Oh no, no! Before we do that, let's at least say. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Five are. So there is words of affirmation, physical, um, quality time. Is it receiving gifts or gift giving? Yeah, gift gift giving, oh. acts of service. Mm-hmm. Those are the five love languages, and I don't even know when this became a thing. I'm not even gonna lie; it must. I feel like it's in the last like six years, six seven years. Yeah, I feel like it's quite recent. I don't think it's that old. I think it's like it's a thing, like, but we now have names for it. Yeah, so. I get you. Um, I think it's great though because it's kind of a good way to identify what it is that you want and what mm. it is you don't want, and um, I just think that this helps you again to be a better communicator because you can then tell your romantic and your friendships like this is how I want to be loved or this is how you know that kind of thing. So mm. I feel like they are great and um, yes, okay, we guess. Um, Okay. Wait, I'm trying to think what yours are. Wait a second. I feel like we've told oh, wait, each sorry, other. Hang a second. We've got gift giving, acts of service, yeah. physical, mm. words affirmation, and quality time. Quality time. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like yours. Wait, I, I don't want to mess up, you know, because she's my bestie. I feel like I should know this just stuff. Just try. It, it does change, but like, just try. Your I best. feel like I do feel like words affirmation is up there. Mm hmm. Um, I definitely think think quality of time is up there. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, I feel like you really like acts of service. I do like acts of service. Oh my god, no way! Physical is. Oh my, am I listing all five of them? <laughs> no, because Demar, because it's so funny because we say physical, but I didn't realize how much Demar loves hugs. I love. And the thing is, I hugs. think we, I think we only like. <laughs> we've only spoken about like really recent. I'm like. Oh my god, do you really like hugs? And I was like, Yeah. It's like my I'm favorite like, thing. And I'm like, oh my god, say like why have we not communicated this better to yeah. each other? Yeah, I do love a hug. Like a hug actually makes my day. Oh my god, I'm gonna give you a massive hug after this <laughs> episode. <laughs> I love and I'm a hugger, like I will hug people I've just meet straight away. I'm not like unless they're like I do ask them though, I'm just like, Are you a are you a hugger? Yeah, because you know some people aren't like that. But don't like even it. if I meet people for the first time, I'm like gonna give you a hug. I don't like shake your hand. I think that's a bit weird. Yeah, a hug is cute. I'm giving you a hug. Um, but yeah. So okay. So if I could do it in, if I'm doing it in order, mm. I would say words of affirmation is the first okay, one. Okay, so I was right on that. Second one would probably be quality time. Two points. <laughs> then it would be. I actually would probably put. Acts of service and physical touch switch mm. their position sometimes. I think it depends. I feel like it's probably more physical touch than it is acts of service. I feel like it's words of affirmation. Um, what did I say? Quality it's time. Like quality time. Physical touch, acts of service, and then gift giving. Gift giving is like, I don't care for the gift giving at all. Like my thing is, um, I'm always in the space of like, well, I can get it myself. Like, yeah, don't get me enough. wrong, I appreciate a gift, but it's not going to be the thing that's going to, um, I'm going to be like, oh, like, I'm going to be appreciative of it, but it's not the thing that you're going to be like, wow, like, you really understand me. Yeah. 
Um, that's why for like Demar's birthday, I'm more likely will take her out because she likes that yeah, quality of time. Yeah, the quality of time. I'm yeah. always a person where it's like, I don't care where we are. We can be in a, in a car park. We could be in the park. We could be hanging by a tree. I don't care where we are. As a long tree as, hugger. <laughs> as long as we're together, I don't. My environment doesn't care. It's the people that I'm with. Mm. So that's why I, I value quality time very highly. And words of affirmation. And people always think when I say words of affirmation, they think it's like you want someone to say to you, "Oh, you're so beautiful. You're so this." It's not. It's not compliment. People are getting confused with compliments mm. and words of affirmation. It's like. If you know what words of affirmation is, you know those things you write on the wall when you say things like, you know, um, you've got this, I'm proud of you. It's those, it's like words of encouragement for me. Yeah. And I feel like I, I appreciate words of affirmation because I didn't really grow up with that. Mm. So it's something I really love to hear. Like people will never understand. Like when someone says, I'm so proud of you, that makes me smile like internally. <laughs> is it that, you know that little emoji that's like, yes, <laughs> like it's like, no one will ever understand how much it makes me how much it makes me happy that um someone says you're proud of you or you're doing well or it's going to be okay you're going to get through this like those little things when i hear that it's like yes because sometimes it's hard to tell yourself that so yeah. when you have people that acknowledge what's happening and they're able to give you those words of encouragement i i generally very very much appreciate that Aww. over anything really um yeah. so that makes sense why it's up there. Yeah, it is. So I do, I do love, I do love a good words of affirmation. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so with yours, mm, uh, <laughs> um, I think mine, no, I, I was about to say mine's changed, but I don't think it has. <sighs> okay. I think it's hard. I think I'm, I'm a difficult character. Yeah, guys. I think you're hard. I feel like yours have changed over the years. Because I've matured. Um, okay. Number one. I want to say quality time, but I don't think it's quality time. I'm I playing a poker face. I can't <laughs> give you any hints. Uh, no hints for you. Let's go for... But it could be acts of service. I'm trying not to look at Demar guys so I don't give it away because <laughs> I've got a really like animated face. I feel like my face um, just gives it all away. I um, feel so bad if I get it wrong. Um, no, it's fine. Let's go for. I was like, I'm, you know what it is? I'm like, re I'm like, it, my brain is kind of like going through all the memories we've ever had in my brain, like <laughs> trying to like all the scenarios we've been yeah, in yeah. to try and gauge. Um, why is this okay? I'm going to say acts of service, quality time, physical touch. What are the other ones? Words of affirmation. I no, no. Gift giving, then words of affirmation. <laughs> um, Close. <laughs> I think, oh my God, what, what is mine? Stop. <laughs> so, okay, so my number one is always acts of service. Like for Did me, I say acts of service? Yeah. Yes, get in. That has yes. always been my number one. It can be something like outrageously simple, like yeah, bringing me a cup of tea, like something so. Do you know what? Small. I decided on acts of service first because Why? when I bought you some lemon drizzle cake, the expression on your face honestly was like 
you would you would think I told you that you've won money like no, you <laughs> the way your face lit up like a child I was like wow she really appreciates you know the gesture I, do, do you know what I think it's acts of service it's like because you've had to like go out of your way to do something for that yeah. person mm-hmm. and they didn't even ask you yeah ask and you it's just it. it honestly it like melts my fucking heart <laughs> it melts my heart it can be so simple like it's really cold so like it, let's say we're going out and it's really cold okay i'll go and get the coffees while yeah. you sit in the car mm. it's something so outrageously small but that is like you've yeah. really thought about me and you've actively gone and done something mm-hmm. without me like asking yeah like you've taken initiative like i don't know i just yeah i could keep going on about how much i love that one <laughs> um my sec was actually physical touch i was debating that because i was I, like yeah i i love physical touch like i'm i'm like demar i love hugs like mm-hmm. literally when i come home i literally hug like every single one of my family members like every yeah. day like every day without fail mm-hmm. um yeah like i'm yeah and even, even in a relationship like that is like a huge thing for me do you know what i like about physical touch and you're do you know i don't have a lot of friends that has physical touch very high so it's like what i like is that you can say so much with physical touch yeah like so like it could be something like we're walking like we're walking down the street yeah and like we hold each other's arms yeah and then like let's say a bike comes and you pull a person's side like, it's like a very small i don't know how to explain it it's yeah it's to me that thing. does it just does you hold something. my hand yeah. like you you touch my shoulder like it's just it's just like a it's like i got you but like without yeah. having to say it yeah i love it so much and i think i think people who struggle there are people out there that might like struggle to say that they need that and sometimes physical touch is a really good way to be like i yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like it yeah i, I completely agree with that that's why mm-hmm. i think it's so mm-hmm. high like for example like if i'm nervous and like that person like holds my hand for example yeah it's a very small thing but it's like a it's it somehow feels a lot yeah um my third one you know what i'm really like in between um the, the last three i feel like they switch all the time yeah so i actually don't know which order they're actually <laughs> in because i feel like i feel like words of affirmation for me it's mm. it's like uh, i feel like it used to be really high up on my list but i feel like now i don't know because i don't know if because i'm more confident and like i really trust yeah. my source i'm like oh like, you're really pretty or whatever like that stuff it doesn't really like mm. it doesn't give me buzz buzz like it doesn't make me feel a type of way yeah but it's like, I don't know. It can be like a small like compliment when you know like I'm insecure about something. You say something to make me feel better about it. Yeah. Um. Even with friendships, I like that. Like when you've got ready and your friends like, oh my god, you look so good. Mm. Like I like it's a nice acknowledgement yeah. in a way. Yeah. Um. Quality of time is huge as well. Um. Because I just feel like you can do so much. Mm. <laughs> um, because I'm not a text person i'm not really a cool person i would rather much be in person, be in person. and I've, i'm like that with like i want to say majority of my friendships mm-hmm. um and then gifts do you know what it's really for gifts it's like you taking your time out to think of that person and get them something yeah especially when it's there's no occasion i love that even more yeah like there can be nothing happening 
and you get me something. See, when you say that, it makes me want to switch. Like when you say it like that, it's like, for example, like let's say you've gone on a holiday and you bought something that reminds me of that reminds you of me. Oh, that's I think so that it just yeah. I get like fanny flutters. <laughs> I really do. I really do. <laughs> I don't know. It just it's just some. It's just nice. Like for example, like like I don't know, like. Like for example, like my little brother, like he went, like he just got like sweets and whatever, and like he knew, like he knew I was having a really like crappy week last week, and he got me my favorite chocolate. Yeah, things like that. But I don't know that kind of cross between like acts of service. This is that's which the is thing. why I feel like that's why I don't think it's as. It's like for a birthday treat, I'd yeah. rather much. I'd so rather I have like an experience than like a sh- extravagant gift. I mean, that's still a gift, but I feel like. But then with gift giving, I think it's more of a consistent thing. So like there's people who consistently want to have gifts. If you're doing things oh, no, like no, really not all that. the time, that then turns into acts of service. So I feel like that's why with gift giving, I've always been a bit like, mm, like I don't need you to buy me flowers every single day. You don't need, you don't, I don't need you to like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like some, sometimes I feel like for me, just in my past experiences, it felt gift giving felt a way of, of in a way trying to manip- manipulate me oh yeah so, we if you guys that know the story our valentine's day episode literally talks about <laughs> this in detail so you but have it's not to just to it's that. not just with like relationships no, but no, i mean like in, in family members i've had family members who try to buy gifts as a way to manipulate me or to i don't know i don't know how to explain it but like it's i get what you're trying to say they're, they're, yeah. they're not buying your love but they're trying yes, to no they are to, that's it it's buying your love they're yeah. trying to Instead of acknowledging what's happening, they kind of brush it over and be like, well, here's a gift. I, can, I, I'm, I gave you a gift, so you should be able to just move on. Mm. And it's like, it's not like that. So I'm always a bit wary with gifts and the intention behind the gift. And Are also, you buying it yeah. for me because you generally want to? Are you buying it for me because you're trying to get yourself out of something or you're trying to get me to do something for you? Yeah. I think it also depends on the gift. Because yeah. I feel like some gifts are just really like, I don't want to say lazy i've had but lazy like, gifts for, like for example let's say valentine's day you get me flowers and chocolates it's so like basic it's so lazy <laughs> to me it's it's lazy like yeah. buying something that's more something personal to me yeah. is different i'd rather have that yeah i still love flowers though but you know <laughs> um i feel like that means more than like a cliche gift which is why i for me acts of service is i don't know it's it's different I feel like it takes a lot more energy, time, input, and thought. Yeah, access into service. it. Because I feel like gifts, I feel like gifts can be generic. They can be. I don't know. That's just that's me. And also, like with like buying stuff, I like the satisfaction of like saving up to buy something. Yeah. Because it feels like okay, like, I've worked hard and like I've earned that, so you enjoy it more. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm so hyper-independent, so it'd be really hard to get gifts for me. It's something I would have probably already got myself. I find I find it really hard to, like, buy gifts So, for. like, it's something... Which you is have why to be, I like, have to always take out for her birthday and, like, do something. <laughs> but it's obviously related to, like, something that she likes. Yeah, I, I'm just, like, three steps ahead. So it's like, you've got to... I don't know how you do it. Like, if someone's able to do it, I'm like, I'll give you, my, I'll give you your props, your flowers right there, because, yeah, if you can... I always say I, an extra love language. It's not even a real language I've made up in my head. Is concerts? I love. <laughs> I love going to concerts. Like I do understand how much I love going to concerts. And I always said that like, 
like someone has to be real clever to like be able to get concert tickets before me like because i'm so on it i'm the friend that actually knows when everybody is coming into concert and reminding people so for someone to be able to get tickets for me you're gonna have to i don't know turn my internet off you're gonna do something to stop me from because i will be the i'm i will know demand like anytime i've got tickets always demand's got it so if they've done it i'll be like true i might just marry you there and then fair enough (laughs) You heard it, guys. The Mars languages is concert. There you go. I'm just putting it out there. Because that's <laughs> kind of like quality time and a gift all in one. Yeah. And I think because I love music. Like anybody mm. knows me that lo- like I'm, I have such a deep connection with music. Yeah. That it's just something I really appreciate the experience of like the artists and stuff. So if someone gets that with me, I'm like, it's just, it's very special for them too. It's just a vibe. It is a vibe. It I'm is a vibe. But you know what? Like, it's all well and good knowing what someone's love language is. Mm. But I think that always comes up problem with like, if like there's a two people in a relationship, yeah. Like, but when I say relationship, guys, I mean like friendship, relationship, family ship, like whatever. Yeah. Um. If if you got if you guys have very different like love languages and they're like polar opposite, yeah, it's really hard to like do that thing for that person because for you it feels like a chore, not because you're doing it out of yeah. love per se so i actually think i'm not saying it wouldn't work but i think i'd really struggle to be with someone or be friends with someone if you have very different love, love languages. languages i think it does make it difficult yeah i think yeah it's, it's definitely very difficult and i feel like when you are in a relationship or a friendship it's compromised um you've got to learn to be adaptable a bit like a chameleon because you may not be for example if physical touch is not something you're really into but the person you're with or your friend is a person that is that's very high on them you need to come to a common ground with that Mm. because if you value that person that relationship or that friendship you should be able to come to a common ground where it's like this is not my favorite thing but I know how much that means to you and yeah. vice versa. But then also, so, like, it shouldn't be something, like, it'll be, like as in, like, if it's not your love languages, you're you're going to feel like you're going to keep reminding yourself, like, okay, I need to, like, show that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's that's the way I think of it. What but if it's too different? If you're too different? Yeah, I think, I think it could be really difficult. I think it could be difficult. It's not impossible. But like I said, you have to work real hard. You have to work really hard. If you generally believe in the connection you have, then if your love languages are complete polar opposites, you have to be willing to try at least. And if it's not, then then obviously it won't work. But if you're willing to try, then... And a lot of times people don't realise that it's... Sometimes it's just that you're not used to their love language, like in, in general. Like mm. you might not have grown up with it, so you feel a bit like that's why I don't like it. Whether it's like if you just give it a chance, that it's like with the right person or the right person yeah. giving you that particular love language, you're like actually it's not that, it's not that bad. It's actually not like you have to really run one op- open to it though. That's the thing. Yeah, which I think takes a lot of like courage and time and effort and everything. A lot of stuff, <laughs> yeah. Which is why I keep. That's why I say that I think it is a lot easier if you do have like similar or same. Yeah, I think it's easier way. to. I think it's easier to establish it though in in relationships than it is in friendships. I think friendships is a bit harder. Oh yeah, friendships are way more harder. I think. 
I feel like I think friendship is a lot more harder. Yeah, because I don't know with relationship, I feel like you really explicitly state it usually, yeah. and also it's it's um, it's a slightly more intimate relationship. So you you're with each other. There's you know what I mean. So it's not yeah, as yeah. much as it is with a a friendship. So there's still like things that you're a bit like. Mm, you know i think it takes time i think even for us it took time for us to realize oh, yeah. what each other's love languages are yeah i don't think at the beginning we no. was really aware and just kind of and like, to be honest i think as well like because obviously we've known each other for like years yeah so obviously since when we met we were like what 14 15 yeah um obviously our love languages have changed a lot more mm-hmm. um compared to now yeah so I think we were very guarded back then. That we were going through a lot as teenagers. So we didn't really... I I don't think for me, I didn't even really know what mine was. I just knew that I wasn't expressing myself in the way I wanted to. So it was was kind of like... I don't know. I'm trying to picture how it was. I I don't feel like I even understood what they meant. Each one meant. No. Like, I I don't think think I understand, like, the impact yeah each one meant for me but for example i could think back to like my first relationship yeah and then like you know like it's just very the the love language i wanted then it's just very very different to what i'd want now in a relationship yeah but then i don't know that's also because like at that time it was like yeah and that time was quite insecure so like for me words of affirmation was like super high yeah on my list because like okay well if they're not telling me that they like me or that yeah. I'm pretty then they clearly don't yeah they don't think it all the time so I need that constant and you know what affirmation lo- but then I think that then that's not really words of affirmation that's like yeah it's more like compliments I mean it is part of it but I think I I know for a fact that I think my that why words of affirmation is so high is I am aware that I am insecure but it doesn't always come from that kind of place I think it just it comes from um like I guess like a lack of not have like a lack of acknowledgement like when you grow up and you don't get that a lot of the times your love languages are things you didn't get as a child yeah so it's like I my, my parents were quite um like they were very busy people mm. so they weren't always emotionally there so it's like unless I'm in 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 their face with with what I've done, like you know, from school when you get awards and stuff like that. Unless I'm in your face telling you I did this, yeah, it's not. They wouldn't openly say I'm proud of you or you did a good job today or, you know, stuff like that. So mm. as a kid, I just used to think that like that wasn't something. So that's why it's now much more higher on your list. Right? Yeah, because it, it's like I just, I think it's to be. Oh, it sounds so weird. <laughs> you know, it's like being seen. You know what Aww. it is like to to feel to 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 feel seen, and I think that's where it comes from. It's like sometimes I just want someone to be like, you know, yeah, like we see how well we you're see, doing. We see you, yeah. Simple as that, and I think that's probably why it's high. I think as I get older, it could possibly change, um, but yeah, and it took me a long time to realize that. I didn't realize that's really it was funny because I think mine's the opposite because I think got a lot of it growing up. Yeah. As I've got older, I don't. That's why I think now it's not really high. Yeah, on my list maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. And I think physical touch used to be really low for me when I was younger, like at the bottom of the barrel. Because again, I didn't um, have that as a, I didn't have that as a child. So it did. It did the opposite. It was very much like, 
I used to find it weird that people would like hold hands and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't know. What is that? Why, why are people holding hands? That's really weird. And it's like, well, if you don't grow up in a space where you see that kind of affection or shown, that type of, yeah. yeah, it's, it's foreign to you. But then when I was experiencing, I was like, actually, no, I do like it. It's just, mm. it. I'm saying I didn't like it because I just didn't experience it. And then yeah. when you start experiencing, you're like, actually, no, it's, it's nice for someone to hold your hand yeah. or to give you a hug or, or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, but I think, again, it's when you get older and you mature and you experience life, you're like, yeah, maybe this can... I'm trying to relate it back to my childhood and I think like, what? But I can't think. Yeah. I've always I, re- I always relate it back to that. I feel like, yeah. But then I don't feel like actor service was that high. Oh, I don't know. No, act service I, was not high on my <laughs> I don't know because like actually no that's a lie I don't know that's like, a lie I think I think no. the way like my parents was. version of access service was yeah. different to how I perceived at that time at the time I thought well they have to do because they're my parents but realistically yeah. the stuff that they're doing they don't have to do it like I could have easily done it myself like it could be something simple like picking up from school or no those count as what you're supposed to do do you think yeah Acts okay, of service def- can be really confusing for children. Okay, can we define acts of service as a child? As a as a child, acts of service. But then, like for example, like taking to the park, is that act of service? Is that like a quality time? Because for me, that's defined as quality of time. Because I feel like I got a lot of quality of time with my parents. It's a difficult acts of service as a child. Is I think can be very confusing because in a way, your parents are, are there to serve you because. You didn't choose to be there. They chose yeah. to have you. So it's their responsibility to look mm. after you, right? And most parents are aware of that. So I think it's... I think it's I a know. it's a difficult one because people could say like, oh, well, my... You know, my mum... You know... My mum... Mm, my okay, mum... Yeah. Go on. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, sorry. Okay. I just had like a little... Go on. Like, light bulb. Well, I say light bulb. I use Google. That's that's a lie. That is a big <laughs> fat lie. Um, it could be like your like. Let's say that like you love like chocolate pancakes. Yeah. And your parents make you chocolate pancakes. Okay. Because you've been craving that one, or like, I don't know. Like, let's say, oh, I don't. Know, it could be something simple like a Lego tag. Like, let's say you love like you love making Lego. Yeah. Like your parents actively sit down and make it with you. But I don't know, that might be quality time. Um, or I, I don't think know. it's like whatever you're like, say if you're passionate about something, your parents go above and beyond to mm. make sure that your passion is fulfilled. Maybe that can be as in a sense of an act of service because they they can support you, but like I guess to go above and beyond and like quit your job and and full time like yeah, coach no. you or you know you get people that are like the dance mums that do all yeah. this and stuff like that. Like <laughs> dance you know I mean? mums make me laugh so. Like much. you know they go above and beyond. They're like this is what my child wants to do. I'm fully committed. Yeah. To doing that, and I guess in a way that is a, an act of service. But then people can say on the other hand, well that's your child. Like sh- you should be willing to do that. Yeah. So it's I think as a child, act of service is very strange. Yeah, but it's as a hard a, one but to as define. an adult, do you know I think it is as an adult because it's like we like everyone's really busy at this age. Yeah, everyone's busy. Like you got your job, you've got other stuff that you want to commit to. Mm-hmm. You think about your health, like what you're eating. Like there's so many other commitments, 
that to me it's like an act of service is like wow like you already have probably tired from your day but you've still thought to do this yeah or that's the same thing i feel like quality of time because it's like i feel like people that you really want to spend time with you will yeah organize yourself well enough to make time for that person if they would what is the saying they said if they if, wanted to they would yeah it's that simple on honestly so people honestly. make up excuses i'm like you just don't want to do it no like for example like i understand like you have like people have jam-packed gloves and that's understandable yeah. but like if you really want, want to, to see someone or want to meet up with them you will make it work like you will organize your life yeah so that up. you can like for example like some like i've so many people say to me oh my god like how are you still like like you and your universe like how do you meet up so frequently because we don't none of us live like well, apart from one like live locally yeah. so like how do you see each other at least like once a month or once every two months and it's like if you really value that friendship exactly you genuinely miss that person you love being around them like you will organize time like like you know that like that one weekend you're not working yeah but you know okay on the friday i'm gonna make sure i organize myself so i have time yeah I don't know. I think that's why access service and quality time is high for a lot of people. Yeah. Because it's like you've really had to maneuver things to get to that yeah, point. Yeah. And, and you appreciate it more now as an adult because you have so much. Yeah. And things I say adult, but I'm not even like living <laughs> at, like I'm not living in my own space. Like I'm not living like by myself in my own like place. Yeah. So I don't even have those extra um like responsibilities and stuff. But yeah, I, I mean it's it's difficult, and I think um, love language, love languages, and communicate. Well, because we wanted to talk about communication mm. as well. Um, is yeah, it's it's like now that you've if you identify what your love language is, it's ha- learning how to communicate that to people is really hard. Um, because it's a, yeah. you're in a state of vulnerability. To be perfectly honest because like you think about like the actual word like even when i say it it makes me feel vulnerable it's like oh i have to tell people how i want to be loved do you know yeah like saying those words is very oh you know do do you know what's so funny i've realized i've only discussed with people that i feel really truly comfortable around yeah like people that i'm like very much like you're very much like i'm very much myself around those people yeah those are the people that i'm pretty sure you know yeah yeah, like I will say, like, oh my god, like I like this is what I love. Yeah, like I love when you did that for me, for example. Yeah, like I don't know. I yeah. feel like you don't have to expi- explicitly state to the person my love languages. Yeah, this. it can just be saying, oh, by the way, the other week when you did that, I just want to let you know. I really appreciate. I that. really loved what you did, and I really appreciate it. exactly. And yeah. from that person, they should kind of be able to gauge. Like for example, Demata, I'm like, oh, you know what? I never, I don't think I've told you before. I love hugs, and I was like, what? Yeah. And then like you kind of, you know, grasp onto what your love languages are. Yeah. I'm like, like we got ours pretty right though. Yeah, pretty. It was pretty, 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 pretty accurate. accurate. I can't ever say that word properly. Anyway. Accurate. But um, yeah, no, I definitely feel like. Yeah, we did. We did pretty well with that. Um, I was always gonna say because <laughs> I always feel like I've struggled with communication. Yeah. Um, as a child and as a child going into her te- into her teens and then into adulthood, it's only really been the last, mm, I want to say, two to three years where I feel like my communication has drastically improved. Mm. Um, I think it's maturity. Therapy always helps. 
Yeah. And um, just realizing that, you know what, you actually, like you will explode if you don't say what you need to say. Like you express how you're feeling because it becomes like, um, I used to, my therapist used to say like, she felt like I had a, like I had a backpack on me. And it was weighing me down. I had so much in the backpack. And she's like, you have to unpack it. Yeah. Like, y- y- you're going to have to unpack it. And I'm like, I don't want to. She's like, well, it's pretty heavy. So, you know, gonna have to do it you're going to have to do it at some point, you know. And as soon as I started doing that, I started to feel so much more lighter. And I was like, mm. wow, I just keep so much in all the time that... Um, it doesn't help me. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't create as like a peaceful place in my mind to have so much and not express it. But it's just. It's like a fear of judgment. It's a fear of judgment. It's a fear of rejection. Mm. It's being vulnerable. It's. It's. It, do you trust the people you're saying this with? Are they going to look at you differently now if you express what you want to say? And I feel like people have very different styles. Yeah. Of, of communicating. communicating. Yeah. Like for example, with me, like if someone's communicating with me. Like, and let's say they're, like, critiquing something or whatever. I want that shit to be sugar-coated so much. <laughs> I don't, like, for example, for me, I don't like, I don't like it to be really brutal and harsh. Mm-hmm. But that's how, yeah, that's, like, that's not my, and I'm the same. When I tell someone something, it's really rare I say it in a super harsh yeah. tone. Just because that's, that's the way I, that's the way I feel, like, if I think is more effective at communicating because I always find it when it's harsh mm-hmm. you're adding like an emotion to whatever the meaning of what you're saying mm-hmm. so it takes away the meaning so much because you're so fixated on the emotion yeah if that makes sense yeah which is why I prefer to sugarcoat stuff I'm like it takes away the emotional emotion so side I'm of like it to com- like to get that yeah, point across I'm like the complete opposite I don't mind people being blunt with me because I sort of grew up with that kind of bluntness. But also, in my head, I feel like when you sugarcoat things to me, it makes me feel like you don't think I can, like, I'm strong enough to handle it. Like, you think I'm fragile. Like, I'm... And I hate that. I hate if people think that I'm that way. So they feel almost kind of like I have to kind of be delicate. I'm like, I'm not a delicate person. I can handle I can handle it. It's yeah. fine. And it's not, and I don't think people are doing that because they think that, but that's where my, my brain goes to it automatically. So I'm just like, just say it, just say it how it is. It's fine. Yeah. I don't care. If, I don't care if I'm not going to like it. Just tell me how it is. Yeah. Demar's, um, demar's like that. And I'm like very much the opposite. But I've <laughs> learned with ta- in our friendship that I know I cannot be that way with her i've in the past i think i've probably said things that have been harsh Mm. but didn't realize that actually not everybody in the world like responds to it that way yeah like for me because i've had like i obviously won't go into it in depth but i've had like some past like trauma experiences or whatever Mm -hmm. and because of that i feel like when anyone uses a harsh tone or someone like raised their voice at me yeah my body completely goes into like freeze mode yeah so my body almost like shuts down (coughs) sorry because it can't distinguish between like that past trauma and then the current yeah and your body and brain is not like in line so it's confused almost yeah so for me as soon as someone shouts at me I think my body and my my body like just shuts but my mind's like no 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 like you're like you're fine you're not in that place but the body's like yeah bitch Wait. bitch don't try <laughs> trick me don't try fool me I, i've been here before like i know what's going yeah. on so for me that's why i don't like 
for harsh tones for me, I would just go silent. Yeah. So if, if like a Demas probably notices before, like if she says anything harsh or anything, I will just sit there. She goes quiet. I will just sit and you know, guys, I can talk. <laughs> From this, when you she's know. gone quiet, you know, yeah, she's triggered or she's going through it. And you know what? I I've learned that, and I we, we even had our you know our own ups and downs last yeah. year. Yeah, where it got to a point where I was so angry at Tanya, but I knew that if I had. And I think I did raise my voice, but if I knew that if I went past a certain point, there was going to be no return. Yeah. Based on what I know of her as a person and what she's gone through, that if I had taken it to as a point beyond, like yeah, anger I will, and I rage, will shut down and just like not not cut you out, but I feel like I wouldn't be able to like I wouldn't have been able to come back. Yeah, from that. I and I think that out. is one of the things that I was able to restrain myself for because I knew I was like if I go too far this is not going to be good not just for me but for you as well and it's like i don't want us to ever get into a, a space like that where i've pushed it too far mm. and vice versa if you've pushed it too yeah. far with me we need to be able to communicate properly but things happen shit happens you experience things and sometimes you're not always the best communicators even mm. with the people you are the closest with yeah but you have to learn to be like uh, we value our friendship so much that we don't this is not worth like ending it like we can work through the issues we can understand okay you are going through this this and this you need to tell me tell me if something is up just so i know heads up you don't have to go into dl but just give me a sign or something so that i know yeah, that's honest, where you're at yeah that is so important like for example like i used to do I think I feel like I feel like it's a really common thing actually. I don't think it's like just a me problem. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> um, I feel like when sometimes when stuff is some stuff is going on and like whatever, yeah, people tend to shut down, mm-hmm. and then they don't reach out to other people. Yeah. Um, I feel like lockdown was a prime example of that. Where people were really struggling mentally. Yeah. And rather than reaching out, they shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we're now seeing like a huge rise of like mental health yeah um disorders like now being diagnosed it's like higher than ever apparently um and i think it's because like i I don't know what it is it's like when you're going to when you shut down and you don't communicate anything yeah i think you have to also realize that people can't read your mind yeah like your brain and your mind and your thoughts aren't transparent yeah we you can read you can gauge a body like a body language of someone yeah but what you're actually thinking in your head no one can actually no see that so that's why i feel like you have once you know that you have to know that like if someone's saying something to you in a certain way and you're taking it the wrong way it's because like well that person you've probably not communicated that person that let's say okay like hey demonic i'm going through a difficult time like i don't want to talk about this for example yeah i don't want to i don't want to do this yeah and if you if you commute like because you have to you can't assume that someone knows yeah your thought process or what you're thinking they're not they're not they're not gonna know they're not gonna know everything and I think um I have also experienced but I I do it as well I I did it like a couple of months ago where you like completely shut down and it's like a, it's a work in progress it's a work in progress mm. trying to do it but like I know for me that if I get to a state where I shut down I go completely quiet mute and the thing is but that's okay because like I now know if Demar if she shuts down yeah i just know that she needs her space like i'll send a message here and there to check in on her but i'm not doing it to get a reply it's just to let her know like okay just to let you know i know you need your space 
Mm-hmm. But I'm just letting you know, once you're out of that space, I'm there. Yeah. And I also think it's important, like, it's not just communicating with others, but also communicating with yourself because I've learned how to get myself out of it. That's actually a really good point. And um, I, because I, I had this, when I was shutting down, I talked to my therapist and I said to her, I was like, I basically was shut down for like 72 hours. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, like I was not responding to anyone that I was living with. Like I wasn't saying hi, I wasn't saying bye. I was like, it almost, she was like, it's almost like you went into a semi kind of like depression kind of thing. I was like, yeah, it was like, and I tried to explain to her that it was like, imagine when you are, let's say for example, triggered, it's like my brain floods with all the memories of everything. Yeah. And it's like doing that on cycle. So I, I can't even speak because it's just my head is filled with that. And then I was like to her, I needed to find a way to snap myself out of it. Mm. Because if I allow myself to t- let that fester, it, it's going to be, I'm not going to be able to get myself so what, out of it. Like what Like what tips would you give like your so future self now that I ever got to that stage? I, how I got out of it the last time is that I did something to almost to trick my brain and do something that I know that no matter what, always makes me happy or or like something that i know is going to produce so for example exercise produces um what's it called serotonin serotonin endorphins whatever the happy like the happy chemical right so even if you're not in the best of mood when you exercise afterwards the feeling you feel after that there's like a sense of relief there Mm. so i said to myself okay go and work out just work out and I know that when I work out and when I listen to music, those are the only two times I don't think of anything. Mm. Like my brain is not filled with anything. So I said, if I give myself like almost like a switch, just to switch it off a little bit yeah. for like an hour and then switch it back on again. And it was like, I, it was like I was a different person. It's, I was back to me. It's almost like your phone's like overburnt and you just need to yeah. switch it off for like an hour yeah, yeah. for it to be, for it to just so it's time to cool down. Yeah, it was like I just needed to come out of myself Mm. And then I was able to evaluate what I was thinking and how I was feeling in in a more healthier space because I had the break from Mm. there. So I would suggest if it's listening to music, exercise, do some. There is always something that generally brings you joy. Yeah. Find it and use that as your way to get out of it. Yeah. You might not be able to get out of it fully, but it's a starting point. Yeah. You know, I do. I do good exercise. I know that sounds really cliche or whatever. It, do, it does, but like <laughs> I like for me, like, that's the reason why I try and go gym most days because I know it starts off my day great. Yeah. Um. But we're not saying go gym and do weights and do like yeah, a full on no. workout. It, it can could, be anything. It could genuinely be going outside to your garden and yeah. walking around. It could be watching or a TV you, show. Or it could you, be. It could be anything. But I do feel like fresh air and yeah. exercise does help. For me, I know when I'm in a rut, most of the time it's like once I'm out the house, I tend to feel like a thousand times better. It's important to, to, when you're in that state, I always say is to disrupt your routine. Do yeah. something out of the ordinary to bring yourself back. It's almost like you shock your body to be like, yeah, yeah that's like, what you need to do. It's like, girl, yeah, you start <laughs> this. You need to shock your body because it's like, you, you become in like a, it's almost like you're like a dark cloud that's just like hovering. You're just kind of like moving yeah nothing's really happening you can't get yourself out of it and you you know you're in your head like why am i like this why am i mm. feeling this what i want to get out of this how am i doing it and you've got to be like no yeah you can get out and also realizing that thoughts and feelings 
um, you have control of that. You don't have to keep that forever. Yeah. You can think it, you can sit in it and you can throw it away. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I used to always be told that like, when like a feeling, like a strange feeling that like, I don't know, like um, anger or whatever, mm-hmm. you got to see it as like that feeling doesn't belong to you. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually not your, like that, you don't own feeling it. that that doesn't actually belong to you it's it's been temporarily dropped on you mm-hmm. but it's not it doesn't actually like belo- yeah it's like someone's dropped something in your shopping trolley like it doesn't it's not actually yours yeah you, you know? experience it yeah but you don't own but, it but you can it take, have to but stay you with can you. like take off and throw it away yeah and obviously like we're saying it's like it's not it's not easy. It's, it's not. It's not that something happens over like a night. You wake up and you're like, "Wow, magic rainbows and unicorn." Yeah. It's so for me and Demar. I think we both went therapy like really similar times. Yeah. Um, I think I initially went, and then I was like to Demar, "Oh, by the way, like, yeah, yeah, like being like, well, Demar d- doesn't." And if Demar don't know that, that is like, Demar. I don't think I ever thanked you for that. It was like, um, that there was an act of service f- for me. Because I know Demar doesn't like Demar doesn't like sugarcoating, right? So mm-hmm. I literally told her, I was like, by the way, I go to this place at therapy. I'm yeah. giving you their number. Um, even if you don't want to go, that's fine. But you need to call them up <laughs> and you just have a discussion with them. Then see how you feel. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> that's literally what I said to her. I was like, because I was she like, could see, she yeah, could see like how it unhappy wasn't, I was. But it wasn't it. <laughs> I, I want to say an intervention, but I was just like, I didn't, yeah. give, I didn't give Demar a choice. I'm like, yep, yeah, you need to go see them. Blah blah blah. blah I blah, need blah. stuff like that. I'm so like, I I'm like. <laughs> Literally, I was like, and by the way, it's really local, so There's yeah, no excuse. you can go. <laughs> it's like, you can go. By the way, <laughs> yeah. So, um, I feel like we both went similar times, and it's yeah. obviously we both know to like. There's no point going because someone's referred you, or um, like you've been told and nagged by someone. It has to be something you actively want to do. Yeah. And you've got to put in work. You've got to be ready as well. You've got to put in work. Like, you don't just go to that hour session once a week and that's it. You've got every night, you've got to be journaling. Every night, you've got to be sitting with your feelings. You've got to be looking at that that feelings wheel. Oh, that feelings wheel. Feelings wheel. You, yeah. need, you need to be practicing. It's like, because almost like it prepares you. You've got to build up your tools. It's almost like you're doing a course in a way. Oh you, yeah, the I, skills that yeah. you require, the skills that you get after therapy is things that are going to help you, you know, throughout your life. And it's like doing little things. And it's hard. Don't get me wrong. The first few months of therapy, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I everything hated is un- it. everything is unraveling. My life is unraveling in front of my eyes, and I, all these emotions, everything that I've been holding in for years, is just come to the surface, mm. and I didn't know how to handle why i was being so emotional and then when you start once the, the emotions have come to the surface you now work with your therapist to work through them slowly yeah. unpick and pack them and then you start to go okay this is your trigger here what what can we do when you feel like you're triggered here yeah what can we do when this is happening how can we deal with this situation better mm. you know you start to f- you 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 gather the information you yeah. need and it is that's why i say it is hard it's not easy we're not saying it's easy because it's not okay oh, we're all still working no. progresses and we get it wrong sometimes sometimes you go back to your old ways it happens yeah we're and, only human that is normal but if you have the will and you want to try as long as you're trying that's all i ask is as long as you are trying and you're willing to constantly work on yourself i don't see why you won't get to a place where you are generally content with your life yeah 
obviously i think it like it maybe like when we're saying it, like it sounds really like simple really easy yeah. but <laughs> it's not like it it comes with um, a lot of like like i like i made sure like that time i was in therapy like i was really in therapy yeah i just made sure i had like it sounds really strange but like i didn't really attempt to make new relationships i didn't really like mm-hmm. venture out to new people and try new things i was like you know what i need to like stick at this this is like a commitment that i have right now yeah um like demand it's like a course you yeah. stick at it <laughs> you've got to be it. thorough with it um the way i used to see it is that like well there's no point paying this amount of money if i'm not exactly working like working hard it's a bit like you can't go tuition and still expect to pass exam you don't put in effort and yeah. work you know same same thing and you gotta be raw but, and you gotta be vulnerable which is extremely hard it's the hardest thing but to do. i think we can both say like it's one of the, i think it's one of the best investments i've ever made in myself oh 100 percent. people so cliche i'll be like no but therapy actually changed my life they're like oh people always say that i'm like no bro like if you'd seen what i was like before therapy changed my I, life i think i think it's an amazing self-investment because at first it's like oh my god it's so much money and i'm like okay but there wasn't one week that i actually sat there and thought this is a waste of my money no never not once did i think this is a waste never yeah because i was like i'm investing in myself at the end of the day and that's really priceless i'm not gonna there's no there's no price tag for that no because that is something long term it's like a long term yeah impact absolutely you know and we're not saying like you do therapy for a bit and then you stop like you can stop because you're at a good comfortable space but then we're never saying that we'll never go back in our entire lives but you know for now it's like we're at a good space where we can handle ourselves on our own and i know how to react to triggers i know exactly like for example like for me i'm type of person i'm very much like I'm very sensitive, guys. <laughs> She's a sensitive <laughs> in case, soul. In case you know, I'm a delicate flower. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I'm I'm very much aware of that. I'm I'm not ashamed of it either. Like that is that is how I am. I'm just very like hypersensitive. I'm a very hypersensitive person to like everything. feelings and emotions, with yeah. people and everything. But as long as you acknowledge it and you know what to do. Mm-hmm. But again, I feel like I wouldn't. The thing that I think therapy helped me most with is acknowledging why i feel that way yeah because i had this thing where like if i was feeling something there had to be a dis like a that a distinctive cause yeah for why i'm feeling that way yeah like if i was happy i'm like okay but why am i happy though yeah like what's it to be happy about like i need to find out the real reason i'm happy mm-hmm. whereas now i'm like if i'm feeling away i'm like well i can just feel that way and there might be absolutely no reason yeah and that's fine but it's nice to be self-aware to know what's actually causing it. Yeah, I agree. I definitely used to overanalyze, well, I still do, but like definitely overanalyze your emotions and be like, why do I feel this way? Why is this happening? Why is this? This is weird. This is this is that. And it's like, sometimes you just feel that way because you feel that way. There's not actually a reason. And also, why. Like, there's not always a closed answer. No. There's not, there's just... There like, might be a build-up of things not, why you feel this way. There's contributing factors, sure, but it's not always a distinctive answer for every single thing in this world. Yeah. And once you accept that, it does help. And the most important thing and the, the biggest takeaway I will take away from therapy is giving grace to yourself. Not enough, Amen. Not, not enough of <laughs> us do that. And we do not give ourselves enough grace. We are so harsh on ourselves it's ridiculous sometimes i think to myself the things i would say to myself i was like 
bro like that's not nice that is horrible why would you even say that and it's like yeah and i also realized that i was so much of a black and white thinker when it came to myself but i'm not like that with anybody else it took me a long time to realize that i was like it's all or nothing for me it has to be this way or not this way yeah and then i was like but you're not like that with everything else you're so open-minded so why are you so different when it comes to you yeah so yeah but so our takeaway message is <laughs> to just give yourself grace absolutely like give yourself a pat on the back for like even anything. the smallest things <laughs> it, do you know what sometimes it is just wake up in the morning yeah and that is good enough being grateful for that breathing. is yeah be that, like i didn't cry today and give yourself a pat on the back honestly i got through today it's okay you know? honestly yeah because yeah. like this world's hard it's a hard life out here it's a hard night life for us <laughs> <laughs> but anyways oh, yeah. um Go we're on. gonna like quickly wrap up with our weekly feels mm-hmm. our favorite time our favorite time i feel like mine's i, I feel like i say it's every time as well go on um i feel like i always say like oh it's not really good but mine's always random but I spent so for me I find cleaning really therapeutic um not not so much the process of it all but the aftermath of it (laughs) oh yeah that a one I'm so done honestly it feels so good yesterday I literally spent like two hours cleaning my room my room wasn't even that dirty but I was just really getting to every single like crevice do you know what I started saying I've started this mantra and it's actually been working I was like a clean I kept saying to I've been saying to myself every day a clean room is a clear mind no I'm not even joking you I've been able to keep I've able to keep my room so tidy since then I don't know what's happened to me like I've just been able to just like I've been doing this for two weeks now and you know it's like was it 21 days to I think it's a start a habit so when I get to yeah yeah I'm manifesting that 21 days reaches (laughs) you But because um, Demar knows that I'm a bit of not a clean freak, but like, I do like everything quiet. My room is always tidy, guys. Like she, the way she be saying it, I was like, you are, you're very tidy. It's fine. I just, I like, do you know what it is? I like to wake up to a clean room. Because you have a clear mind. It's amazing. It's like a <laughs> fresh start to the day. Yeah. Um, But my weekly feels is the shark hoover. <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. I know it's a family hoover, but I don't know if I pulled it or mum bought it. I think it was my coins, you know. Oh my god, I can't with I can't but I, the hoover. No, the shark hoover demand, get with it. And it's a cordless one. Oh. Um honestly, it's it's like five, I think one running is like five hours, something like that. And it's got like, you know, you switch it on, it's got the little lights so when you go underneath things you can see it, like the light comes on on the end. <laughs> And it's got like a little, like the little handheld thing just slips off. And yeah. Get your car clean. You get a little handheld thing for your car. Uh, uh, just, I just, I don't know. Like, this is, this is how you know I'm getting old. <laughs> but that really brings me joy, enjoyment. And the oh Shark Hoover, so you need to sponsor me because the way I'm selling this is no joke. Oh I just God. feel like it changes your life. <laughs> it makes that clean experience so much better. I'm and it's got that. like a wooden and a carpet feature. How amazing. You are getting old. This is the fact that... Two features, Demar. And the thing changes <laughs> its little like <laughs> pattern thing. Guys, I'm telling you. Oh my God, I can't. I can't. If you don't like cleaning up, buy a shark cooper. It'll motivate you. Honestly. That, I love and that. And as Demar said, 
clear mind, clear, clear room, clear mind. Honestly, I'm really, I'm, I'm coining that phrase. And guess what? You can do it with a shark hoover. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. So my weekly feel is actually a restaurant that I went to. Yum. On the, I went Friday last week. Friday. I actually mentioned this to you guys in the in the group chat, but I ended up going with my other friend. <gasps> Wait, um, you don't. You're not gonna say the other one that I think you're gonna say. What do you think I'm gonna say? Not the one in Loudoun. No, okay. oh, we gatekeep that one. That's our shit, guys. That I'm shit sorry. is under wraps. We're not no, telling no, no. nobody so, shit. I know we we want to support businesses, but that one, no, nah, no one's gonna know. About if we that. tell people that the prices will be going up we'll never be no, able to get the food no, from there no, we'll no, get no, keeping no. that one you have yeah. to be real special to know anyway yeah, for real no 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 so basically it's called the restaurant is called lost lost mochis mochis oh how was yeah. it it was actually really nice it's a real vibe it's so cute in there like the decor is very cute they have like a little i forgot what it's called you know mexican a lot of mexican people have the almost like a shrine kind of thing with like loads of candles and stuff. I forgot. Is there something specific that they cause what they I'm have? I'm not in? too sure. They I know. I know what you're talking about. But I don't know what the name is. They had that. It. They had like a baby Yoda as a picture. <laughs> no, stop <laughs> it! Stop <laughs> it! Stop! Um, it was. Okay. Guys, I've got an obsession with baby Yoda. Stop! You didn't take a picture. No, I didn't. I forgot. Oh, I love baby Yoda. I, I, I forgot. Um, so Los Moches is a restaurant in Notting Hill. It is a Mexican and Japanese fusion. Mm-mm. Um, and I love food and I love to experiment so when I saw this I was like this is right up my street I love Mexican food and I love Japanese food so why not fuse the two together I think the food was actually pretty good it was I get where they were going with it it was kind of like it was more Mexican food but with Japanese seasoning and spices and ingredients okay so for example we had like for starters we had chipotle chipotle calamari which was banging so good that was really good and then we had um we got sushi so we got like spicy salmon sushi so the sushi obviously is the japanese bit but the salmon was like spicy but like i guess mexican kind of seasoning interesting but it was really really nice it was actually very very nice Mm. really like that we had like tacos but the tacos were like miso cod. Nice. Yeah. And then we had like dynamite uh, prawns in the taco. So you see what I mean? Like Yum. it's not, they they experiment, but it's not like to the point where it's like all these flavors are mixed up. It's, it's not like, overkill. It's quite clever how they've, it's like the dish, maybe the, the like you say, like the tortilla is obviously Mexican. Yeah. And then you have the, the filling is Japanese. Mm. so they kind of did it like that and then um for dessert i had a panna cotta which i've never had before which was quite nice it was like a purple yam panna cotta with an oat, like panna cotta. with an oat crumble kind of thing it was quite nice it was all right very light and then my friend had a matcha and white chocolate blondie oh that's me with coconut sorbet oh that's me to a tea i really wanted to try some of that but i'm allergic to green tea so i couldn't try any i love matcha um she said it was quite nice it was quite oh, big can i ask a question was it really pricey no not really oh it was okay decently priced i feel like Notting um, hill stuff is quite spending though not that place but it's so cute because outside they have like a little fire and they have like um what is the japanese flower 
cherry that blossom. blossom cherry kind of like cherry blossom esque kind of flowers oh. outside and inside you go and you've got like the nice seat in it's like dim light so it's a nice place to go for a date as well and then you go up the stairs and they have like a bar there as well which was quite interesting oh. um so yeah i i enjoyed it i think it was it was a nice it was a nice the, the waiter was nice um good vibe it was good it was good vibes it was yeah i enjoyed it oh, um, i love food places so yeah i would say give it a go and see how lovely you stuff how you feel but um but yeah that's oh a wrap oh we've my god i feel like we spoke for ages we have so we've chat we've chatty patties aren't we ipsy daisy um but yeah we're gonna have to um love you and leave you guys and yeah. we'll uh, catch you in the next episode ciao okay. bye bye